Welcome to Three Guys, Three Questions, where three friends test the limits of propriety through the questions we ask. This week, we're sponsored by saying Merry Christmas again. You guys, we're saying Merry I'm Christmas I'm so again. glad that it's legal again to say Merry Christmas. I'm oh, so glad that people don't whip me whenever I say Happy Holidays anymore. Such relief. I'm Aaron L.M. Goodwin, and I'm joined, as always, by Andrew Savage. Say hello, Andrew. Oh, ho, ho. I'm also joined by Adam Snowflake Anderson. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. You're supposed to go, ho, ho, ho. Happy holidays. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm dying. Um, That's because my voice is worn out from saying Merry Christmas again. (laughs) I don't know why all of a sudden we're getting such right-wing sponsors but you know what i'm not gonna take away anybody's money money is money i mean maybe you should (laughs) well if you're new to the show here's how it works we each shill for ad dollars and each host asks a question then each host gives their answer hilarity hopefully ensues and we move to the next question andrew has today's first question so take it away oh we should mention this is our very very special christmas episode that would make sense with all the Christmas talk. That's why, yeah. Anyway, anyway this so is our present to you. Mm. Okay, let that sink in, and then I'm going to answer this question or ask this question. <laughs> it's the thought that counts. <laughs> hey, so guys, what was that one gift that you asked Santa that you never got? Um. <coughs> okay, give me a second. I need one of these. Uh, I got a package of round of these. Uh. Peppermints, the soft peppermints. That's gonna help with my cough. Mm, okay, my help you when you talk. My answer is that I, 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 I legitimately can't think of anything that I didn't get that I asked for, and that's because I we were poor growing up, and I had a very keen awareness of that, <laughs> and so. <laughs> I didn't ask for anything that I wasn't sure I could probably get. Um, like I would try to feel out, you know, like toys, like, you know, I'd get the Toys R Us toys catalog, (laughs) 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 you know, and I'd be sitting there, you know, in my sitting in the chair, you know, our family's just lounging around and I'm like, say, say, say mother. What do you think of this uh, G.I. Joe uh, moon base? I don't even know if that was a thing, but you know what I mean? Like, what, what, what are your thoughts on this? I'm just, I mean, just seems interesting. And she'd be like, wow, that seems quite, ex- that's, that's expensive. And I'd be like, I, you know, yes, I agree. Does not seem worth it. And then I just get a, my, my big red marker, put an X in the paper. <laughs> <laughs> Make a spreadsheet in your old <laughs> Apple II. <laughs> Say, right. okay, it's not, this is the price point we're looking for. It's, this is too much. Yeah, so... Yeah, I I don't... So I never really asked for anything I didn't think I was going to get. But... Nowadays... There is something that we do. So our family does like a... a like a secret Santa where we're, you know, we randomly draw names out of a hat and we each buy presents for someone else. And every year I send, you know, we all, we all publicize like, Hey, here's a, here's a wish list. 
So I have an Amazon wish list that I point everybody to. And there's something that's been on the Amazon wish list <laughs> for like four years. And no one's bought it for me yet. And it only costs like a few bucks. Like maybe like $3. <laughs> maybe they just think that you're finally going to get it for yourself. But I would feel stupid buying it for myself. <laughs> that's why it's on there. And every year after Christmas that I don't get this thing, I think, Aaron, just buy it for yourself. Come on. You're you're a grown man. You have the money. Just buy it for yourself. And then I'm like, listen, there's there's, there's a principle here. And that principle, uh, people really loved me. They would buy me this because they would understand. <laughs> they would understand how badly I want it. <clears throat> and they would understand it's not about money. It's about love. So... It is a <laughs> it is a small travel container for salt. So that <laughs> so that I can take salt on the go. Is that um, something that you're worried about? Well, you never know when you're gonna need some salt. <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying to picture think of a situation in which you would need this. It can't be at a restaurant, because if you're at a restaurant, you can just say, hey. Get me some salt. This is a restaurant. Well, so, so I don't. I have a, go, go ahead, ahead, Andrew. I was just saying, I'm picturing this thing has like a belt loop, and you put it <laughs> to your belt, just whip out some salt. So please, maybe if you described what it looks like, it, I'd have a better understanding of the use. All right, is well, it a I'm... holster, Andrew? Aaron, is it a holster, Aaron? Aaron, Aaron. Oh, who, now who doesn't? Is know, it a holster? Who doesn't know who now? And, 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 I'm going to my list <laughs> on Amazon, and it's my Aaron's wish list. It <clears throat> I'm gonna pull up a link here. It's a oh no, I think somebody might have bought it for me. <laughs> <gasps> they said Amazon just told me somebody might have bought it for you. This might be the best Christmas ever. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, you see pictures of you I'm using s- it. <laughs> it is a Malden salt pinch tin, a pack of three. Oh, it's it so like a like an Altoids tin. Yeah, it's like it's like a little no, but look, it's like a little tin. You can hold it between your forefinger and your thumb. It it How thin is it. Um, I mean, it's pretty small. I just put a link in the in the Skype. So it's it's that Malden sea salt, like that sea salt that I subscribe to. I've talked about in past episodes and I want some of that to have on the go. <clears throat> it's, it's uh it says take a generous pinch and crush between fingers and thumb. So this is like, so, so Adam, this answers your question. Like if I'm at a restaurant, yeah, they might have some freaking gross table salt with like iodine in it. I don't want that crap. I want to bring out my, my Malden pinch tin. And Mostly sprinkle delicious flaky sea salt. Like a grinder in a holster. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I thought it was really open. Like, have you seen that picture of the internet of that guy who has hot sauce on his belt buckle? Yeah. No, I <laughs> That's mean. That's what I was picturing. <clears throat> the problem is I can't wear anything on my belt because I got Dunlop's disease. 
So that would be a non-starter. <laughs> Everything would just fall off all the time. There's If there's anything worse than being a guy who has a holster for hot sauce or a holster for his salt, it's a guy that's too fat, so his salt and his hot sauce keeps falling out of the holster <laughs> when he, like, sits down. So, <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, it's just, like, a simple little tin. Like, you, like, get toothpicks in or something like that, but... Oh, someone might have bought it for me. Oh, I'm going to be so happy if I finally, finally get this. Mm. But you could always use more just in case. Well, I mean, you could always refill them. And I have, like I said, a subscription. So I've I've, I've, I've got limitless supplies of Malden sea salt. That's not going to be a problem. So, yeah, maybe this will be the best Christmas ever. <laughs> this will be the best Christmas <laughs> ever. Adam, what about you? Uh, for me, it's Star Wars Rogue Squadron for the Nintendo 64. Dude, that game was dope. It is such a good game. <laughs> I rented it from Blockbuster like 20 times. And I was like, Mom, you could get this for me. I want it so bad. And she was like, well, you've already played it, though. What? So. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a weird criteria. Like you're saying, Mom, it will bring me me joy. It will bring me happiness and joy, mother. And, she's and she like, said, you've no. already played it. Don't you want a new game? And I was like, how about Star Wars Battle for Naboo? And she was like, but you've already played that one, which was also true, because that was also the only other game that I would ever <laughs> rent from Blockbuster when we went to Blockbuster. I just envisioned I, I say my... Battle Naboo is not as good. Mm, no, it's not good <laughs> at all. I envisioned my mom being I was like, nine. oh, I... I... I envision her being like, oh, yeah, I know you like that one. I've seen you playing with it. So she would want to get me that one because she wouldn't want to get me one that, you know, inadvertently I hated. Like, it's so weird. She probably just didn't want to spend $60 on a video game. I think it it cost more than that because those cartridge games back in the day were expensive. No, they're about 60 bucks. I remember because I used to buy them a lot because I was like a big time baller. Adjusted for inflation, that's like $80. Yeah. They were like $45 to $60. Because I remember I used to like sell my old games on in the recycler, which is like a penny saver type. It's like it's like penny saver for like the hardcore uh, people. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was like the only 10-year-old listing things in the recycler. And like... <laughs> <laughs> selling and buying things from there but yeah i remember th- i remember distinctly how much they used to cost because i used to have to be concerned with that <laughs> oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh what? it's a christmas miracle what so i was googling it to make sure i got the name right and apparently i can buy it for four dollars on gog.com oh yeah it's for you can get it on your computer mm. four dollars I might do that right now. <laughs> well, you do you want to waste something else. Do you want to waste four dollars on something you've already played? Really? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I think oh. that sound device. <clears throat> I I I liked that game. My my favorite game that I wanted that I loved was on a I think it was on the GameCube. It was uh it was the James Bond it was like the one that was Goldeneye, but on crack. What's it? What was oh, it called? Was it called <clears throat> Goldeneye? Was it the one that had all those D-list celebrities in it? <laughs> was it Nightfire? No, 
anyhow, Agent Under Fire. Agent Under Fire. That's what it is. Yeah, it was so good because like the multiplayer was so much fun. And since you had a GameCube, you could play like a bunch of people at the same time. Oh, it was good times. So you never got it. Now you're now you're gonna be your own Santa Claus. I might I might get it. I don't know. I'm nervous because what if it doesn't run very well? What if I run. remember it better than it was? If it's on GOG, it'll run really well. It's true. But do you want to like ruin the memory of it? That's like a really good question. Like, okay. you don't want to sully it. <gasps> what if I could use my flight stick to play it? <laughs> I'm sure you can. You have a flight stick. That's the real question. I do have a flight stick. <laughs> Are you playing Flight Simulator over there? Uh, I'm playing... Like Microsoft Flight Simulator? <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> it's, it's, called, it's Elite Dangerous. It's another space game. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. okay. Well, anyway, I can tell Adam's distracted. My, <laughs> I am distracted. <laughs> oh, my, my gosh. While you are still looking for stuff. Republic Commando is also on sale. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> um, the one thing I asked, so w- when I was growing up, like I, I was kind of in the same boat as Aaron, but I had another strategy where just ask for the like whatever you really wanted and maybe your dad was a secret millionaire. <laughs> 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 like, you know, you just like, shoot for the moon. Toes. Yeah, right? Um, and I remember I would ask like, pretty much every year kind of also knowing it wasn't going to happen, but I'm like, just so you know, if somehow something happens, look for this. And I wanted one of those electronic ride on cars, like a, like the big Jeep ones. <gasps> oh, like a power wheel. So bad. Um, but even, I remember even as a kid realizing like, that's not, it's not like amazing. Cause it's not super fast. But it's still pretty cool. <laughs> I remember I wanted one of those really bad when I was a kid until I found out that just you could just get a go-kart. So, <laughs> That's exactly well, what I, I, I thought, my, too. <laughs> I knew my parents would never get me a, a go-kart, no matter how many times I watched um, Little Giants and wanted a go-kart <laughs> from Little Giants. So, but I never got the power wheel, and it's okay. I now that I am an older adult person, I I have a truck, and that's I mean, just like the can, power wheel. You can afford a power wheel now, though. What would I do with it? There was always those kids who, like, in the neighborhood, there was like the kid who had a power wheel, and they would like low key just like roll around the neighborhood, like flaunting that they had a power wheel, but it moves so slow. That it was just like, okay, we get it. We get it. But you, you, I'm on my bike here. Get out of the way. (laughs) You'd think they were just being like snobs, but they couldn't go any faster. So, like, that's the only thing they could do was sit pretty. (laughs) You know what I mean? Well, really, it was the only feature the Power Wheel had was to make other people jealous. Right. Because going fast wasn't a feature. It was just like, we got to make a move or it's not going to be a Power Wheel. I basically have a car. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Then I then the then the kid in the neighborhood that got the the uh, the go kart was like just put that other kid to shame. I remember the other kid with his power wheel, like the look on his face when he saw the kid that got the go kart, and he was like, "Oh man, 
<laughs> you just lost your place, child. Mm, that was so that was my answer. So you never got your power wheel. Well, maybe maybe you can buy your power wheel now for yourself. Just like we're all. <laughs> no, I honestly think not having a power wheel made me a better person. Actually, I have a better idea. Get a power wheel. Make your dog ride it. Oh, <laughs> that would be great. Or just drive around on this the ice and just slide around. Tokyo drift it. I mean, I think we've already determined that that's a bad idea. Oh, okay. Ooh. Too fast, too furious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> My question is, uh, what's a Christmas movie you identify with? Adam. My answer is Charlie Brown Christmas. And I'm not just saying that because it's the best Christmas movie. I'm saying that because sometimes I feel a lot like Charlie Brown's Christmas tree. <laughs> like, <laughs> what's sad is when you were saying that, I thought it was really sad because I thought you were going to say, <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I feel a lot like Charlie Brown. I'm all, oh, that's sad. But then like, it somehow got sadder because you didn't say that. You said, I feel like Charlie Brown's Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> Let me liven it up for you a little bit, though. Please. Because it's a movie with a happy ending, if you recall. Because the the tree is sad and droopy, yes. Mm-hmm. But when everybody recognizes how wonderful it is inside, it becomes oh. it blossoms into a beautiful symbol of the love of the Christmas season. Adam, I need to tell you something. What? People aren't going to be able to see inside you ever. <laughs> Dang! <laughs> it's wow! It's way I sadder just, than I just what mean, I said. It's I Christmas, mean, Andrew! It's Christmas! <laughs> I just mean, if you're going to wait around for people to recognize the good in you, it's going to be a long wait. Not that there's not Dang! good in you. That didn't make it better! <laughs> <laughs> I just mean like if I'm just using for my own experiences because if I base my happiness based on other people seeing inside of me my goodness, then I am gonna be upset forever or uh, depressed. Dear diary, oh, you're this was the day that I decided to destroy Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Signed, Adam. <laughs> You're I'm really not trying to be negative <laughs> because the, the tree didn't become beautiful. It revealed its inner beauty that was there all along. I'm just, just trying like to... I can. You just got to reveal. And your sometimes inner I need a little help from my friends <laughs> yeah! to recognize that I'm a good person, Andrew. Adam, I, I think you misunderstood what I was saying. Adam, I think you I are think a beautiful are Christmas a tree on the inside. I think you're Thanks. full of spruce needles and baubles and lights so you're you're warm and evergreen and that inside popcorn on a string that you put around it yes do people still do that i never did that growing up did it do you i guys did it growing up i don't do it anymore though oh anyway i could see that i don't get an opportunity to <laughs> my name so we'll just move on <laughs> <laughs> andrew what's your movie that you identify with us is it one where there's like a mean bully <laughs> Uh, <laughs> just a second. I got drink. This isn't Christmas enough, so I'm having another one of these soft uh, candy things, candy cane, peppermint yeah, candies. Uh, oh wait. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. I'm ready now. Um. So my answer is the movie 
some may say it's not a Christmas movie, but I would argue it is because the majority, well, majority, a good part of it is about Christmas. And that's the movie called Better Off Dead, starring John Cusack. Is it about Christmas? I remember there was skiing. Well, have mem- Well, you also remember it's like the whole school year, but a big part of it is Christmas. Do you remember? I don't. Well, I, I don't remember. I don't remember the movie, but I don't remember because I've never seen it. Wow! Wow! I will say this: I I like Better Off Dead, but I don't know if someone coming into it new would appreciate it on the same level as someone who grew up watching it. Isn't it one of those movies that's problematic? Problematic. Uh, there are some problematic parts, mm-hmm. but it's nowhere, in my opinion, as bad as say Sixteen Candles. Mm. So, why do you identify with it? Um, just because I feel like I feel like it's a movie that has parts about Christmas, but it's not a Christmas movie because I feel like that's at least how Christmas is for me. Like, I never get like this. I'm like, okay, now we celebrate Christmas now. Like, I'm just always working or doing school or doing stuff around the house. And then suddenly it's Christmas and then suddenly stuff keeps going on. Does that make sense? Hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like you identify with that movie because just like life, that movie just kind of marches through the Christmas season without much pomp and circumstance. I also just need to make clear because John Cusack tries to kill himself comically many times times yeah that's what i that's remember from the movie. <laughs> that is not how i feel okay that's what i was worried andrew, about like is this are you reaching out andrew no. i just want to let you know that i think you're a beautiful christmas tree on the inside <laughs> <laughs> i don't think you're saying these things to, to make me feel better <laughs> andrew you're right i'm saying them to remind you of the mean things that you said to me earlier andrew i think that someday people are going to see inside of you and when they do they're going to see that you're spruce needles and baubles and warm Christmas lights. And then they'll know that you are beautiful and that you won't have to kill yourself. I'm just thinking about the term baubles. <laughs> well, I didn't know what to say. Like, you know, you ornaments, <laughs> ornaments. Does it sounds, it sounds so official. Like it sounds, it's it does it sounds like I'm compiling a census of what's on a Christmas tree. That's not what I'm trying to do. <laughs> I mean, like you put ornaments on Christmas trees. It's it's not like anybody decorated a Christmas tree. It's like I don't want to put ornaments on it. This is just a casual tree. <laughs> well, it's not like the general put his ornaments on his jacket. His well, medals. I don't, I don't think the general would put baubles on his jacket either. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Maybe I'm the Christmas tree all along. (laughs) (laughs) The real treasure was the Christmas trees we decorated along the way. My second answer was going to be Die Hard, just FYI. But that's (laughs) that's just because... You like going barefoot? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's because um, Bruce Willis and I are going bald at an alarming rate. (laughs) (laughs) You both like wearing tank tops? (laughs) Dirty, Dirty tank tops. I still haven't watched that movie. I haven't either. Wasn't it a Patreon goal nobody donated to? Oh, yeah, yeah, I think it was, and we just barely didn't make it. So Yeah, stop making us suffer, listeners. Donate to our Patreon so we can finally watch Die Hard. Patreon.com slash three guys three questions. Give us your money, okay? Don't ask questions. <laughs> I love I love people's excuses for why they're not giving us money. 
Like all I hear when they say, oh, I can't give you my money because as just like, because I don't love you because to me, you're just a sad, gross Christmas tree. Like yeah, the Charlie like Brown Christmas tree. Droopy Christmas tree. And they don't they see that inside our show, it's spruce and bobbles <laughs> all the way down and Christmas lights. <laughs> and the popcorn on a string. Yeah. My That's really important to me. The movie that I identify with, this is so depressing. <laughs> the movie that I identify with is the Santa Claus. Um, the the premise of the Santa Claus is that there's this father who's recently separated from his wife, or maybe they've been separated for some time, and he's got the is kid that the part Christmas. you identify with the recent divorcing? Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, I'm I'm trying to explain the, the premise of the movie and that while he has his kid over for Christmas, uh, Santa Claus dies. <laughs> and no, Santa Claus doesn't <laughs> die; he murders Santa Claus. He inadvertently. <laughs> Kill Santa Claus. Manslaughter at the, at the he worst. Manslaughter Santa he's, Claus. Because he's. Well, now maybe I don't identify with this movie. So, either way, Santa Claus is dead. And when Santa Claus dies, the next nearest um, person becomes Santa Claus. So, no, Tim. It's because he put on the coat. He put on a dead man's coat. Sure. I mean, who wouldn't do that? Basically, that's just standing Anybody for the who's next person. not a psychopath. Listen, you see a red velvet coat. It's cold outside. The that a man just melted out of. It was Tim you're Allen. Just, you're gonna put on I've always coat. thought Tim Allen was a sociopath. So So Tim the Toolman Taylor puts on this coat and he's like arr, 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 arr. And now he's Santa. And he starts to turn into Santa. He starts to put, gain weight and facial hair and his hair turns white and he's like basically He's basically pushed by nature into becoming Santa, despite him not wanting to be Santa. So that's the I whole thing. Now. And then he learns to, okay, well, I'm going to be Santa. I'm going to, I'm going to fill my mission. You know, I'm going to, you know, do the thing that I know I need to do. And then he like gets in trouble for it. Like he gets arrested and his, or no, what is it? His, his, uh, his ex or his, his ex-wife, thinks he's like losing his mind so he loses custody of child his child it's like really it's a really sad movie um and the end everything Wait, doesn't he lose custody at the end uh cuz he's like i got to live up here yeah exactly like it's really sad like he has to leave his child to go live with a bunch of elves in the snow i thought he lived like a normal life the rest of the year and just like every year he turned into santa claus um oh, i remember him staying up there but i could be wrong i in the bit. Santa Claus too, he was just like, "Yeah, I'm normal." Oh, it's November, time to get fat. Like, maybe I don't, I don't think there was any continuity between the two movies. I don't remember. <laughs> All I can remember is that I felt like him. Be- I've felt like him at least a lot of times in my life because I feel like circumstances of my life have like made me be a good person. Like, I'm like forced into doing the right thing despite not wanting to do it. Like, so fine, I'll be like. I see somebody getting like picked on or they're like not they're having a hard time um getting along with people and like oh my gosh I really should help. You know, I really don't want to have anything to do with this person. But they're like cuz they're obnoxious or whatever. Does? And then but then I have to help them. And so, like I'm put in a circumstance where like if I don't help them, something bad will happen to happen to me. 
<laughs> so I'm like, oh, you know, all right, fine. So I help them. And then it ends up like biting me in the butt. Like, so it's like, I did the right thing. I try to be a good person. And then I just, I just realized that the around. Santa Claus movie is actually a movie about Tim Allen receiving the curse of being Santa Claus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that he now has to then be a servant to all the children and their, their needs. Yeah. That's what he, I'm getting at. I mean, so, so my example, the Santa of this... Claus is just body horror for children. <laughs> Warner Herzog. For children. <laughs> I, I really want to try and do a Warner Herzog impersonation right now, but I've been, I've been mocked <laughs> so many times for my accents and my impersonations on this episode. That you I, know, <laughs> on the inside, your impersonations are like a beautiful Christmas tree, Aaron. They're spruce needles and baubles and popcorn on a string and Christmas lights and tinsel <laughs> waving in a cool breeze. <laughs> I thought you were going to do it and then this, it just, it just I just got this like sick twisted like impulse to like what if I just wait and don't and don't <laughs> the job? I, I thought I lost connection with you guys <laughs> I was just like how long can I wait before somebody says something like we all recognize so we should do we should end that segment <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Adam all right. My question is, what is your what is your favorite Christmas song? But also, what is your least favorite Christmas song? And I wanted to give you the gift of being able to complain about something for Christmas because I know how much you guys like it. We we were going to do that anyway, to be honest. <laughs> I, I can complain right now because that's two questions. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we've that's already okay. started. We'll let it's you have Christmas. it because it's Christmas. There's one question mark in my in my notes here. What are your favorite and least favorite Christmas songs? That's one question. Okay, apparently Adam, the editor, does not know how clauses work, even though we just talked about the Santa Claus. <laughs> All right, Aaron, identify the clauses in this question. But don't they make references to clauses in the Santa Claus? Yeah, that's like the whole joke. Oh, yeah. And least favorite <laughs> is separate. That's a separate <laughs> item. That makes it two questions, Adam. You can have multiple questions... With a question mark. Three Don't you can't guys fool me. questions where two English majors go at it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, Andrew, what's your favorite? Yeah. So, uh, my favorite, at least for for this holiday season. Maybe we should. The- maybe you shouldn't. Wait, I have it queued up. Maybe I should start to play it. Well, uh, I go over. Okay, go ahead. I'm gonna start it right now. I think everyone knows what this so, song is. At, at this point. I already know what it is. So, I picked this song. Oh, this is weird, but okay. <laughs> no, but I picked this song for a few reasons. Yeah. One, I think it has an amazing buildup. It just like builds up and you get like anticipation. Yeah. But two, and the most important reason why I really like this song is because it's probably the most popular Christmas song since the early 60s. Ooh, you know what? Yeah, it's it but it kind of harks back. Sorry, I'm trying to get the volume right here. It kind of harks back to the 60s, huh? Oh, yeah, a little bit. 
but yeah, I think that's as I was thinking about Christmas music just a few months ago, and I'm like, all Christmas music is from like maybe the late 40s to the early 60s. Yeah, and that's kind of like when the commercialization of Christmas started. That's where we got Coca-Cola's Santa Claus. Yeah, and so all our like nostalgia goes back to those times. But I feel like this is a standout song because it's from the mid 90s. And I don't think I've I can think of a song that's been as popular. Chris, maybe no, like because other ones there's other ones popular, but not as huge as this song was. I'm just really distracted because I'm watching the video, and I yeah, forgot I forgot how cute Mariah Carey was before she lost her mind. <laughs> <laughs> like when she was like an innocent, like uncorrupted human person. And she didn't just lose her mind and start just like basically paying to like buy husbands. <laughs> so uh, fun fact. Yeah. So I was um, talking to uh, the music guy uh-huh. in uh, at work and we just got some new speakers in my office for some QA video and I was testing them out and I was telling them, like I, the song that I always use to QA a song is me and Julio. Mm. down by the school and the reason why i do is because it has like a distinct high end and the low end the bass and then his voices are right yeah so it's really tell where it is and he's like oh really that's interesting i use a mariah carey song i'm trying to remember which one it was uh (laughs) always be my baby it might be that one yes it was so i'm like really he says oh yeah like i watched that music video a lot oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) she's like on a swing Man, a girl on a swing. Something about it. <laughs> but the moral of the story is this is a really good Christmas song. And <laughs> it is it's like it's passed through being overplayed and is just like the sound of Christmas now. Yeah. Well, so what it, it's got there's like an I think there's isn't there like a nerd writer type music video where like they explain why it's the best Christmas song ever? Um, oh, it's like it might be. it's like a genetic it's like a GMO of Christmas songs like it's like <laughs> mo- it's like everything you could possibly throw at a Christmas song is is in this. I'm going to I'm going to sorry, I'm going to stop that. Um and exactly the right proportion too. Yeah, well it's got the Phil Spectory Walla sound kind of thing going on, like the echoey drums and stuff like that and it's got like the chime um oh gosh i don't know it just builds up and it builds up like you said this anticipation to the chorus it's uh it's really it's good. nice because then the chorus even the way it, it dies down a little bit so that can start building up again yeah for the next verse that whole thing that they do dun 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 like at the beginning too like oh god oh yeah yeah that's so good all right what about uh your your least favorite one here we go let me start playing this <laughs> so my least favorite one is a little ditty <laughs> called um little drummer boy (laughs) (laughs) and i don't like the song for a lot of reasons (laughs) i kind of like it some of them are personal (laughs) (laughs) oh what happened to you well first of all it's kind of a little bit like um mary did you know in the sense that we're like creating a narrative that may or may not be true right it's like a bible fanfic yeah, exactly. Like Jesus so fanfic. I remember, <laughs> Show title. I, so I remember growing up 
and I was in Sunday school and like the teachers are like, Oh, Hey, can we, can you name all the people at the nativity? And I raised my hand. I'm like the drummer boy. And like, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I know this one for sure. Cause there's a song about him. And so I was, I just was like so upset. So I remember like asking my mom, I'm like, mom, what is this about? Why is there a song about this person that wasn't there? And she's like, I don't know. <laughs> Thanks for the help, mom. Thanks, and so, mother. I just like honestly, like the nativity story is like pretty impressive on its own. Yeah, I just don't see the for. I hate this song. I'm gonna turn this off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't see the need to gussy it up a little bit more just for a song. Yeah, like if you really feel like you need to like add dramatic effects to like God incarnating. <laughs> I don't, I don't think know. you understand the importance of what they're trying to say. <laughs> I mean, yeah, legion of legions of angels singing the entrance of some deity into Earth, whatever. But a little boy had his drum. I just don't like it. He was poor and he wants to give something. So he just gave his drum. I don't like the song because it doesn't go anywhere. Like it sounds like a really long intro to a song. (laughs) So it's like if all I want for Christmas is you, but it was just the, the, or the verse over and over again. Yeah. The first (laughs) part. And then it started to build and then it just kept going back and back and back. Yeah. It's like, it's like on a loop. Uh, My favorite or thing I hate about this. Does that make sense? My favorite thing I hate. Um, is the the lyrics, the part where it goes "parumpa pum pum," <laughs> which they say over and over again, just so at the very end they can rhyme it with drum. Yeah. <laughs> well, also it makes anything in the song rhyme if you end every phrase with the same thing. What what a crap songwriting! <laughs> like it's so bad. <sighs> I don't like okay, it. There's there, there's my opinions. Uh, I think the song's kind of cute. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. Why? I don't know. I just like it. Deep inside, if you look into the drummer boy, (laughs) you'll find that he's all spruce needles (laughs) and bobbles and Christmas lights and those little popcorn chains and tinsel and he's got a star on top shining to the world. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like the only thing I like about the little drummer boy is that scene from the office where um, they're doing karaoke for office Christmas party. And Angela is like <laughs> very proudly singing the drummer boy, but she's doing that thing where you, you make like the synergy sign with cupping your hands in front, like a, like you're a classical <laughs> singer and she's very straight standing like a board and she's singing the drummer boy. And she's very proud of herself. And that's that's the only thing good about that song is that it give you that moment from the office. Oh man, I just remembered the I've like blocked the song Twelve Days of Christmas from my memory because I hate it so much. What is that song? Your answer? Uh Twelve Days of Christmas. Oh that's did the, were you thinking about that because of the office? Yeah. <laughs> it's not my fault all the first day almost all the days are essentially birds. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. That's not my answer, though. I have a I have a worse song for my answer. Well, a song you, worse than Twelve Days of Christmas. You hold your horses because it's my turn, sir. Go, go for it. 
This is the, this is besides Andrew's pick. This is objectively one of the greatest Christmas songs ever devised. Can I guess? Yes, I was gonna say Wham. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's so. This is gonna good. be my second one. I was thinking of. I was like, oh, oh, oh. jamming so out good. over here. This is great. It's so cheesy. It's like done on like a cheap Casio keyboard. <laughs> oh, I love this song. It's also the same lyrics over and over. Yeah, well, there's like, so there's like three different versions of this song, and the lyrics are all slightly different. <laughs> so it's like, it's funny to play the song for someone and they think they know the words. When they start singing, and they realize, oh crap, that's like they spliced. It's like they took all the same words and they spliced them into different places because that's how unimportant the words are to this song. <laughs> they don't matter at all. And that sounds like a, a downside, but I am telling you, this song is brilliant. Um, what I really like about it. So I never heard this song, or at least I wasn't aware of hearing this song until I was a missionary. So I was like 20. One twenty. That was that was probably like twenty ish, twenty one, and it was the last Christmas I spent there. Pun not intended. Um, so like you, I spent two Christmases away from home, and the rule was like the the, the rule about music. Like it was very restrictive about what kind of music you can listen to when you're a Mormon missionary. Um, you mostly listen to like you know church hymn kind of music right but we had a rule for christmas that you could listen to any christmas music and someone was so ecstatic about this exception that they created a cd that was just last christmas (laughs) over and over and over again it was like 16 tracks of last christmas (laughs) and this this CD resided in the mission van. Like the mission owned a big cargo van. And yeah, and during this time I was in an area near the office, so we had access to this van quite often. And so we would get in this van and it was always like usually when you're using the van it's cuz you're going somewhere to do something fun, right? Like, oh, it's your day, you can go to the museum or go do some activity or you're going to go do some service project where you're going to like be in like the woods and and help clean up a campground. I remember that was one of them. You know, like you're going to go do fun stuff. That's like outside the ordinary just knocking on doors all day. And so every time it was like, let's pack up this van with like 15 uh very what would be I don't even know what you'd be the word for like Mormon missionary 19 to 21 year old guys but fun it'd be fun repressed <laughs> yes like, <laughs> very repressed very high energy throw them into a van and then put on this song and we're all singing this song and clapping and dancing and it's just it was like one of the most beautiful memories it was like super gay but like not like in a you know what i mean i don't want to not in a bad way but you know what i mean it was like it was beautiful it was amazing i had so much fun i'm just jamming out to this song it's just like been playing the whole time you're talking and it makes everything you say amazing (laughs) i should just every time i do an answer on the show 
Yeah, the video is fun too. So I, I, I adjure everyone to check that out. Um, the one that I hate. Wait, did you guys have anything else to say about Last Christmas? I mean, we've sung it to no, break. No, it's just. It all. I think we've spent more time talking about Last Christmas than than the whole Wham has spent like <laughs> writing it. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> the one that I think is not good is. Let me play it for you here. Any guys know what this is? I don't. Oh. The song sucks. No. This is. I've never heard it before, but I hate it already. This is Boy George, right here. Come on, Mr. Boy, you're better than this. Oh, I remember. This was for uh, Band-Aid, right? Yes. And there's Phil Collins on the drum, looking smug. Here's George Michael. George Michaels? Michael? Michaelstein? Michaelson? Here's, uh, I don't know who this guy is. He's 280s for me to remember. I think it's the Duran Duran guy, maybe? Everyone's so angry at me. I don't know who these guys are. <laughs> A bunch of white 80s people. I don't know this guy either. Oh, was that Sting? That's Sting right there. Yeah. There's a YouTube before they got too pretentious. I mean, they were still pretentious. Oh, that, that's Bono. Look at Bono there. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I'm so please stop it. <laughs> the the like we didn't so even much. we didn't even get to the chorus, like which is just <laughs> them saying, Do they know it's Christmas time at all? Which to me is like the most smug white thing on the face of the earth. <laughs> like oh Plus these it's a first world problem. These dumb dumb Africans can't can't do anything. It's really what do we know about? If you listen to the lyrics, the only thing they seem to know about Africa is that it's hot down there. Like and by the way, it's hot. It's so hot. Can they even conceptualize Christmas? Can these people even like, think about and understand think, Christmas because they're so hot and starving? These these they dumb, could dumb have Africans. asked Toto for some facts about <laughs> Africa. <laughs> they should, Toto should do when it's Christmas down in Africa. <laughs> I bless the snowflakes down in Africa. <laughs> this song is the worst. It's like the whole white savior syndrome in a song. Like it's just like I'm sure their hearts were in the right place, but gosh, it's a bad song. And there's people from the time period who think it's good because they got caught up in it, you know, but it's not good. It's really a not good song. I'm sorry. It's, it's the kind of song I would have met, like, if, if Rudyard Kipling was alive in the 80s, this is the song he would write. <laughs> it's just, that's so I bad. That reference, but that's okay. It's a very good reference. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll take your word for it. Have you ever read Killing an Elephant? Okay. No, it's there's so There's ending <laughs> credits. The thing is, you know a music video is bad when you've got to read 
a whole minute's worth of text at the end of it. <laughs> do they do that thing where halfway through they talk about what you need to do to help? This is why we need to help the children in Africa. Yeah. I don't, I just, oh, I mean, I'm, I hope it helped because it's not helping now. And, and it's one of those things that I feel like it set a precedent for famous people to think that they can now they, like they can use their fame to help people and they and they just jump to oh well let's just do like a thing like a band-aid kind of thing like it's literally it's literally called a band-aid okay a band-aid yeah. that means it's not the situation. least you can do it's the least you can do <laughs> <sighs> should be called turning it's been fun <laughs> all right <laughs> merry christmas <laughs> merry christmas and uh Mary, did Adam, you know that it's Christmas? Adam, let's 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 bring back some some goodness in here. Should, yeah. <laughs> this is my favorite Christmas song. I love it so much. And it's definitely on my list because I love Charlie Brown's Christmas so much. Not even going to try to hide it. This is my favorite Christmas movie because it's the best Christmas movie. And this is the song of that movie and it's just so Good. Like all it makes of me, all of this, like, Vince, this Vince Giraldi stuff oh. is is Giraldi. Wait, now I'm reading his name for the first time instead of just hearing it. Is this is it Guaraldi? I don't know how to Gir- say. It. I thought it was Giraldi. I don't know how to say. It. I think it's Giraldi. It's not important. But well, I, just, I hear this song and I close my eyes and I can see snow falling and I can see presents underneath the Christmas tree. And there's no reason for that. It's not like we ever listened to this song on Christmas Day, but it just, just makes it feel like Christmas. Oh, I listen to this song hard, dude. I listen, This is on my Christmas playlist for sure. It is on my Christmas playlist, but like when you're opening presents, my family wasn't fancy enough to like have a speaker set up. Just oh, do it in silence. You guys don't do like mocktails? And wear like no, nice clothing. <laughs> I thought everyone had top hats when they. Were <laughs> it's really difficult to <laughs> shine have my our, our servants hold our mo- hold our monocles while we open presents because <laughs> it's hard to do both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, my least favorite thing is all the wrapping paper you got. You get caught up in your spats. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this and is it's, a good song. So- you put all the wrapping paper in the in the in the trash bag later, and it's so heavy because it's gold plated. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love this song. I listened to, today at work. I listened to the Charlie Brown Christmas Special album like six times, Ooh, and never gets old. That's nice. I'm going to do that on Monday. It's so good. It just it puts me in the Christmas mood. So now that we got it back on track, let's t- <laughs> let's go back to being critical and angry. Yeah, let's end this on a real downer. This is the worst Christmas song of all time is Madonna's Santa Baby. And I hate it so much that I'm thinking that she's talking like a child and I hate it. <laughs> I think we need to take a second. Let's listen to it. No. Let's just let it sink in. I just need to hear it, you know? Uh, but 
I had this whole thing prepared for explaining why I hated this song so much, and I can't even remember it because I've just been, it's just been replaced by rage. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. Like it's, an, it's such an insult to Eartha Kit because the Eartha Kit version of the song is actually good. You know, white people stealing things that black people did and ruining them is a, a storied Christmas tradition. It's American tradition, really. <laughs> the thing about it is, why does she do an affected voice? Like, I don't know why. Like, why does she want to sound like a child? Like, why does she? Why does she turn this song into a song about a child wanting to bang Santa Claus? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> Oh, I think you're picking up stuff I'm not hearing. This is, this is, like, this is like Roy Moore's favorite Christmas song. <laughs> so, He's going to be listening to it while crying. This is Christmas. Oh, 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 oh. Maybe if he concedes by then, who knows? <laughs> well, oh, no, we've, we've gone and made this not an evergreen podcast. Speaking of evergreens, if you look inside of this song... <laughs> you'll, you'll see, find you'll you'll see, see a droopy, crappy and, Christmas tree full of beetles and infested with <laughs> fungus, seeping dirty sap everywhere. All the needles are falling off. Whoa. I'm and Christmas lights. That are, and Christmas lights. That are all dead and blinking. <laughs> well, we uh... Lucy back on for the put put that as a bed underneath. <laughs> it's too late. I've already committed. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, remember your ratings fuel us, so please rate and share the show wherever you listen to it. And I want to just double down on that because we haven't gotten many new ratings. I've seen that we've gotten new listeners, um, but if you could rate the show or just share it around uh, so that other people can enjoy the show, like you hopefully do. I don't know. Maybe you hate listen to us. If you do, then share it so that other people... You can punish other people. Send it to people you hate. I don't care as long as people listen to it. That's a lot. Yeah, a hate listen and a love listen are still a listen. Yeah, it all counts for me. You can subscribe to receive new episodes the moment they're released by going to 3g3q.co slash subscribe. I also want to give a big thank you to our supporters on patreon.com. Uh... I said last week there was this kerfuffle about things in Patreon. Yeah, it, it all changed. That was a Christmas miracle. Yeah, they just said, oh, never mind, NVM. So don't worry about that. Uh, you can sign up to get exclusive access to stuff like uh, unreleased episodes, deleted scenes, haikus, all other stuff. We put a lot of things up there. Um, so you go to patreon.com slash 3G3Q. To, uh, to subscribe for like as little as just like a buck a month. If you want to pay us more, that's great. Um, we have stuff like stickers and pins, which I haven't, I haven't sent out the pins yet. Oh my gosh, I just remembered. I'll send out, the, <laughs> I'll send, I'll send out those pins when I have some They're time. They're going to be Christmas, Christmas pins now. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably have to send you one of these, um, these little peppermint candies <laughs> inside <laughs> as, as a, uh, my penance. Um, but we'd also love to hear from you. So where can people get a hold of y'all? Yeah, I'm on Twitter at a underscore sav. Check it out. I'm also on Twitter at that Adam kid. I'm 
Did got you like check really it out? weirdly Beat loud there for a second. I don't know what happened, but that was weird. Oh, that is weird. Um, I'm I'm on. Wait, did you say did you say your name on Twitter? Andrew Scaven. <laughs> yeah, that's like the United only thing that we said. Actually. <laughs> I'm on Twitter. I'm losing my mind. I'm on Twitter at Aaron L M Goodwin, and you can write to me about your feelings about beans for breakfast. Um, you can write to me about salt. Whatever, it'll be fun. Other than that, I just want everybody to remember that if you don't ask Santa for something, then you can't be disappointed about it. <laughs> oh, I made it sad again. I also want you <laughs> I also want you to remember that Andrew is not thinking of self-harm. Don't worry about Andrew. He's okay. He's if you look inside of Andrew, he's spruce needles and Christmas lights and strings of popcorn and tinsel and there's also a little squirrel living in there. What were we doing? Okay. Oh yes, I also I also <laughs> want you to remember that uh, Mariah Carey, uh, dressed as in her little Santa outfit, is um, is uh, is probably NSFW. So don't watch that video at work because it's not it's not safe for work. And I also. Want you to remember to question everything.